Um, hey everyone, I'm Camille. Uh, and I'm Thayer. Today we're going to be diving into the mystery of the Black Angel of Death, an urban legend that has been haunting Iowa City since the 1800s. Um, okay, so let's start with uh, the backstory. Um, in 1841, uh, Iowa City became the capital of territory of Iowa. Um, so this caused the small city founded a couple of years back to, to turn into a larger community. Yeah, and this was really great and all, but then there was a problem that there was no cemetery in the city. And so there wasn't an official location to bury the dead. And that was when Oakland Cemetery, which is still um, here today, was established. And it is the resting place of the Feldevert family. So Teresa Feldevert was originally from Bohemia, um, the current day Czech Republic and moved to Iowa City with her son, um, who died from meningitis in 1891 at the age of 18 years old. Um, he was buried in the east lot of Oakland Cemetery. Yeah, and along with him were some of the spouses that Teresa had. We don't really know the exact number that she did, but we do know that her late husband, Nicholas Feldevert, was really, really wealthy and um, his money that was passed to Teresa when he passed was what was used to build the monument that Teresa had built for him at the cemetery. So after her son's death in 1891, she moved to Eugene, Oregon, um, where she married uh, her spouse, um, uh, Mr. Feldeberg, and um, he ended up dying in 1911. Um, and after that, uh, uh Miss Feldebert moved back to Iowa City, where she hired a sculptor, a bohemian sculptor from Chicago, um, to erect the, the nine-foot statue that is now, um, standing in, uh, Oakland Cemetery. Um, yeah, um, eventually, um, Teresa passed in 1924. Um, and she was also buried underneath the statue. Yeah, so over all of those years since the monument was built, the statue has seen many different types of weather conditions because, you know, it's Iowa. And right now we're experiencing some of those wonderful weather conditions. And so the original um, shiny bronze color has now turned to black, which is what gave it the name, the Black Angel. Yeah, so um, there are many myths as to why this happened, um, like Teresa's sins um, or that it was struck by lightning. Um, what's, what's your favorite theory, Camille? Um, I would have to say my favorite theory is also kind of the creepiest one. Um, some say that a preacher's son was also buried beneath the angel. And the reason that it turned black was um, because it was a rumor that the preacher supposedly murdered his own son which is super creepy, but it's also kind of interesting how that varies so much from the original Feldevert theory as well. Yeah, I've actually never heard that, dang. <laughs> um, okay, uh, other than uh, the myths surrounding the blackness of the angel, uh, there are also many myths about what happens if you'd touch or kiss the angel. Um, it's said that anyone who kisses the angel uh, instantly dies um, and that touching the angel at midnight 
um, on Halloween um, doesn't mean instant death, but death within seven years. Yeah, there's also some more myths surrounding girls as well. So it's said that any girl who is kissed in the moonlight near her would pass within six months. And then supposedly, if a virgin girl is kissed in front of the statue, the curse would be lifted and the statue would return to its original bronze color. So there are so many rumors going around in past times of overprotective fathers and mothers taking their daughters there to see if when she was kissed, the curse would be lifted. But obviously, there isn't a technical curse, so it actually never worked. Um, unfortunately for Iowa City locals, uh, no curse has been broken. Uh, that leads us to our next and final myth. Uh, every Halloween that passes while the angel is still cursed causes the monument to turn one shade darker to remind the city of all the victims Teresa Feldbert has murdered. Um, and yeah, if, if you actually visit the statue, um, you'll see that quite a few of her fingers are missing. And that's because um, a lot of high school students have gone to the statue and uh, with like a, with hammers have knocked off some of her fingers. So I'm pretty sure they're cursed in some way. I, I bet at least. Yeah, I heard that it was like, if you cut off the finger of a piece of the statue, then eventually somehow the same finger that like cut off would disappear or something would happen. You'd have to get it amputated because it was like getting cursed. But I mean, honestly, even if there wasn't a curse, I don't really see the point in cutting off fingers off of a statue, but you know. I, I don't get it either, yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Um, high school students, I guess. Yeah, I exactly. But, you know, that's us too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and the angel itself is quite different from what you would expect of a traditional angel. Um, its head is facing downwards as opposed to a normal statue with its head facing up. And its wings are covering, are, are hunched backwards and downwards um, as opposed to uh, looking upwards towards heaven. Um, so it, it's overall just a very ominous posture. Um, and it's, it's very Eastern European. Um, that's the reason it sticks out so much. Yeah, I actually didn't even hear of this, um, like, urban legend, I guess, until in about sixth grade, when I think an author wrote about the Oakland Cemetery, and um, the story kind of revolved around the Black Angel is called Here Lies Link, I believe. Yeah. Um, did you read that when you were in yeah. elementary school? I, yeah. I read that too. Yeah. yeah, that's how I kind of figured it out. And then like after looking more into it, it's a really interesting story because I mean, a lot of people think that it is cursed, which I mean, you know, it's fun to have the myths, but yeah. Yeah, it, it gives our our town some pizzazz, I guess. I don't know. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, I had that author come. Um, I, I have the book like two feet away from me, actually. I, yeah. Um, so actually, um, most of the Bohemian and uh, Czech Republic immigrants, this is, this is probably a story for another day, but the ones that immigrated to Iowa City 
um, moved into a neighborhood now known as Goose Town. Um, and the reason it's called that is because the residents would let geese uh, just roam around in their, their yards and their gardens. So that's just a fun fact of where um, uh, Teresa used to live. Yeah, that is, I had no idea. That is really cool. I, yeah, that is definitely, yeah, I had no idea. I didn't even know there was a place called Goose Town in Iowa City. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, there's, there's another um, mystery about the angel and it's when it was erected. Mm -hmm. um, there's not really consensus on when they don't, people don't know if it was, so oral record says that it was erected immediately once it arrived on November 21st, 1912. Mm -hmm. um, but official documents say that it wasn't until six years later that it was, that it was erected um, because there was a court case against the sculptor himself brought, again, um, brought by uh, Teresa because the sculptor had not included a replica of um, her son's monument uh, which she had erected uh, in 1891 when her son died of meningitis. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had heard that there was um, some issues between her and the sculptor because she didn't like how it looked, but he was just kind of like, eh, tough luck, it took me a while to make. So yeah, that's kind of interesting because I mean, it was such an expensive statue and she didn't like how it looked for, I mean, her late husband, but I think that she also moved the monument that was placed near her son's grave and moved it over to where her husband's was, I believe. Yeah, yep. It's, it's a, there's a lot of things um, to know about this, this legend, um, uh, but I guess we can't cover it all. Um, yeah, uh, I, I think that's it, really, uh, for our purposes. Um, thank you guys so much for listening to our first episode of WSS Investigates. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at WSS Paper, and stay tuned for the next episode. I'm Camille. I'm Thayer. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you.